We're live. I think t- we're live on tape. We're live. We're live. I think the way that it- oh, there's a glass of water on the floor. Did Max put it there? I put it there some hours ago in a different state of mind, perhaps in some kind of psychosis. Do you think that uh, you were saving it for right now? I think it was. Um, I was prepping myself for a science situation. Um, mm. An M. Night Shyamalan science situation. Science. Great film. Great film. Swing Away. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Great reference. Uh, great water water glass reference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also the... And the tweet that immortalized it. The, the, the provenance <laughs> of uh, possibly my favorite tweet of all time. Just completely gone now. Um... Like we could probably recreate it, you know. It's not well. Here's the thing: it's not completely. You probably gone. do. You remember all? Do you remember all of it? Oh, I absolutely have the screenshot saved because you, you have a screenshot. Well, as you can, as you can, there are so as you few might remember, of my tweets still as you, still in this. As world. you might remember, it was impossible to search because at that time it was too long for the character limit. So you had to screenshot it and then post it as a screenshot. Oh right, when people were doing that. I I do I there was a there were a couple so, years where that was a hot format in and of itself. Well, it was it was just too long for the 140 characters at the time, but you know, now we have 280. Right, I just mean people that were doing that, taking the screenshots. There were only a few I feel like Dwayne was doing that. I don't remember else who else was doing that regularly, but I I I jumped on the bandwagon and was having a good time with it. Well, it worked out really well for you. For that tweet? Uh, yeah. It, it, even if the rest of the tweets that you did with that format sucked, net net positive. Hit it out of the park. Hit it out of the park. Sort of raising the median, or not median, rather, raising the uh, the mean uh, by virtue of having a, a really high fucking, <laughs> you know, curb, curve crusher yeah. of, of a tweet. I, uh... I'm absolutely serious when I say that. I think that that might be my favorite tweet. <laughs> it was inspired, man. We were, it was like we we're listening to Future, was it? Yeah, we we're listening to Future. Yeah, where your ass, where your ass was at? I haven't listened to Future in years. I haven't put on Future. I listened to Future a couple of weeks ago. Good, good. I have. Um, is Dirty Sprite too? Is that the name of the album? It's like yeah. uh, it's like in like some in the recesses of my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's my, technically my, it's, my recall area. Technically, it's not Dirty Sprite Two. It's just DS Two. DS Two, correct? I, uh, because of a maybe a contractual issue, but yeah, Dirty Dirty Sprite Two. Yeah, you, Sprite uh, being owned by PepsiCo. If I'm not mistaken, you can't. You wouldn't be able to really say that. Yeah, even even an artist as big as Future as probably, Fuge, yeah. <laughs> with as probably much can't <laughs> probably can't pay to license the name Sprite. No, for his, no for his album. I actually have DS2 on vinyl. I know we've talked about this in person. I, you, I don't know if we've talked remember, about this yeah. on the pod. You told me that, and I was like through pretty, uh, one of those pretty vinyl, surprised by it through one of those vinyl programs that I wouldn't sign up for uh, in a million years myself, but. Uh, my roommate and uh, close friend and confidant, Party Murphy, Will Murphy, 
Wild Bill. Wild Bill. Um, Bill Murph. Uh, got two, I guess, in the mail. You know, he signed up for it and um, and uh, got 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 two copies. So that's how I got that, and that's how I got Black Sabbath. Um, fuck, what's the volume four? No, Paranoid. Yep, Paranoid. Yeah. That's how I got Paranoid on vinyl as well. And volume else, four like a, is like the a best Father Sabbath. Don Misty album, which. Fuck it sucked. Yeah, I I've never had any interest or desire Sabbath to rocks. listen to fa- to listen to Father John Mish- Misty. Sabbath fucking rocks. Sabbath rocks. It's not it's uh, not like my everyday go to, but you know, I'm a I'm a music appreciator. And uh yeah. I think a really powerful testament to that is that people have been trying to get me to listen to Frank Zappa my entire life. Uh including my father, but he didn't try very hard. Um and I've always, uh, you know, every time I tried to listen to Zappa, I'd say something like, you know, I just, I'm not ready for it. It's like over my head or I don't know what it is. And so I'm not even going to like go there. And, um, and, uh, was in my DMS. Um, we sent each other music sometimes and she sent me who's from Canada. No. Um, God, my, my, my recall's really bad because I haven't had any dinner. Yeah, I'm sorry that this snuck up on you. No, it's okay. It's my own fault. I ate that salad and I'm Yeah, like, that's what I thought her name was. In Toronto. Key, oh. Keyboardist. Very talented uh, musician. Um, we send each other music sometimes. And uh, I have that I have the right relationship with a lot of different people. Actually, that's what happens when you become a music appreciator. Is that people realize that they could just send you shit, apropos of any of n- of nothing, uh, sometimes with no explanation. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just that's kind of that's the that's the wavelength I'm I'm almost always on. And she sent me a Zappa song, and I was like, you know what? Maybe today's the day. And uh, and it was. I mean, I've literally been like avoiding listening to Zappa my entire. It clicked. And it just made or, sense, and I've listened to like eight of his albums, like start to finish. I'm like reading about him. I'm gonna get his book. Like it just made sense to me. I think, and maybe this is we'll change the subject after this. But like, for the longest time, like my uh, my opposition to the music wasn't the music itself. It was like it was like this sort of principled thing of like comedy in music, satire in music. Like, should music be like this silly ass thing? And like for a long time, I was like, no, it shouldn't be. And then I realized that like, wait a minute. If you're like really good, if you're like can play your fucking ass off and you can do that in your album, like actually not only am I not opposed to that, but I'm actually like for that. It's almost like um here's a good analogy, maybe. <laughs> um Salvador Dali was able to break all of the rules of painting because he was an extremely technically proficient painter. He was an extremely good painter true so he learned the fundamentals and then he broke all the rules and i think zappa is kind of the same way you can go in there and then play a bunch of what sounds like nonsense to some people but the fact of the matter is like it's technically precise and 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 and, you know that's not the end all be all what i really realize now that i've listened to like a whole bunch of his albums finally is that it's like really really musical even when it's fucking around it's pretty musical i mean some of it's like psychedelic and weird but um but it's really, really sick. There's some sick fucking shit in there, and I'm really enjoying it. 
Yeah, I would say that uh, technicality and talent um, is something in music that I honestly dislike. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't like it when they're any good. <laughs> no, if they're like, if they're really, really good, I'm like, I don't. Well, I don't know if this like, is for if me. They're really, if they're really technically good, I'm like, I, I don't like. I, I don't like this. Um, and honestly, the Zappa aesthetic always just rubs me. Of course, it, it does. I knew the, you would like completely it. wrong way. I I hate it to my core. I turned to leaf. Uh, I used to be. In, I used to be in that boat, and then I kind of realized that, like, I kind of wanted a guy who says "fuck you" to the to the norms and to the what people say music should be and things like that. So, anyway, I'm. It, it's been it's been interesting, but I I I I'm like that with music. Like, I'll come around. Um. I'll come around to something like ten years later, you know, or like there's a there will be a song on an album that I really didn't like. That I, but I like the rest of the album. I'll go back like ten years later and I'll like the song. You know. Well, that, that's good. I'm I'm all for like liking more stuff. Yeah. I think it's always a good thing when you can just genuinely like something. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and uh, that's why you know I, I don't know if I I'm not a music snob because I also like. You know. You're not a music. You're not a music snob I'm not. because you like. And I don't you like every. You like everything. I like a lot of things. I like. I love pop music as well. I think that helps with my argument that I'm not a music snob. Is that I grew up listening to pop music. I love pop music. Love pop music, and favorite, and then the other thing is, is, uh, is "Steal My Sunshine" by Len. By Len. <laughs> the other. The other. Um, let me make a note to look. I'll look that up when the episode's over. See if we can find some weird cover. The other thing is that I don't yuck. I'm not gonna yuck your yum. You know what I mean? Mm. You like if you're like I love Taylor Swift. I'm not gonna be like Taylor Swift sucks and you suck. I feel like there's a lot yeah, of people that should, there there are people that should. like high art music, whatever you want to call whatever you want to call anything. You you know, but and but then the converse of that is that they're quite nasty to people whose music tastes they don't feel sort of makes the cut. I, I only, li- I, I I won't only do that. listen to uh, late period Scott Walker albums. <laughs> and if you don't like that shit, you're fucking stupid. And anything else is just trash. Yeah. I mean, there's people like there's people like that. And there are definitely like audiophiles that are like, like won't, can't listen to Mad Lib, missing out on like a modern genius you know, we're alive during a genius's lifetime because it's lo-fi. That's a damn shame. Lo-fi is the best. I am a huge fan of, like, anything lo-fi, pretty much. You know what I always say about lo-fi? Sounds good on every system. Yes, it does. And your your brain fills in the holes. Like, if something's a little ambiguous or vague sounding you know your brain just makes it sound better yeah i agree i'm gonna order a pizza yeah you probably should i mean i have to right i'm drinking red wine this is really gonna be the upset tummy episode if i don't uh if i don't like well it's gonna be the upset tummy episode anyways but then like when it's over like deliver me you know what i mean yeah. Like, like I need a pizza 
in my in my face as soon as we click finish. Yeah. Well, that's the title of the episode. It's the upset tummy episode. Upset tummy. I'm sorry to hear about your salad. Uh, it looked delicious, but you just no. It was you didn't have any great. you didn't have any bread or something. No, it, it was a very delicious salad. It was great. It was just a a, a very rich salad. I'm feeling okay now. Thank you, though. That's good. Now, now my stomach has settled a bit. I'm drinking this uh, delicious Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, which, oh, nice! Which you and which you and I have shared together. We have had that one. I like that one. Uh, I'm drinking Pinot Noir. Noir from Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir from. Uh, oh, that's great! That's a great label. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's fantastic. I um I brought a couple bottles of wine. Um. When I had a weekend guest, and then we ended up like going places where like on Christmas Day or like the Christmas weekend, so I like mm-hmm. had to give my wine away as presents as like gifts, and like so I didn't get to drink That's any of nice. the wine that I picked out for myself. I mean, I, I did the I did the right thing, but I did it with you know dragging my heels a little bit. Um. But anyway, I went back to the store and I bought this one that I really that I wanted in the first place badly, so I bought it for mm-hmm. myself. And now we're uh, we're closing the circle. We're completing the. We're unbreaking the chain. You know what I mean? What are you, What are you gonna get on that pizza? Well, I already had pork today. In the form of a Cuban sandwich, so one I had best, pork. One and of the best ham. sandwiches. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Two, two porks. More. I I I I did a very good job not eating too much pork last year. Uh, this year I'm gonna eat four to five times as much pork as is recommended yeah. to make up for well, it. I, I don't really understand a trepidation for not eating pork. I get that. Well, I think it. Know. I think it drives you into an early grave shove. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm trying to avoid. Um. Uh, wh- I, why? Why? Why more so than any other meat? Oh, I thought you meant like why would you avoid an early grave? Now that is a topic for conversation. <laughs> now that's a hmm. Hmm. Mm. You may be onto something there. Um, I mean, I think pork is bad. I think I don't. I don't think I. I just you know. I think that the way pork is processed in this country is not great yeah well then don't eat any meat at all because it's all bad it's all pretty bad it's bad it's all pretty it's all pretty horrific um let me make this call okay yeah get the pizza and then tell me the toppings Hey, can I place an order for delivery, please? That's right. That's right. Can I do a... um, I was lying on the grass of Sunday Small. morning of last week, thin crust, indulging in myself to feel. 
pineapple and jalapeno. My mind was stuck, don't race and bug, don't twist around and be a comfortable three feet deep. No, that'll be it. Now the fuzzy staff for not being there when a confusing morning wind impaled my tribal lunar speed. And of course you can't become if you only say what you would have done. So I missed a million miles of fun. I'll pay with card. I know it's Visa. some for me. Making sure I'm not in too deep. <laughs> Keeping first and on my Across the street, L A T E R that we. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You too. Bye bye. Uh, well, don't forget to edit that. Yeah, I'll edit it out. Um, you have. <clears throat> we still haven't posted episode fifteen yet, but there's some stuff you need to edit out of that as well. Um, uh, don't forget. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I listen to every second of the episode, so if I come across something that needs to go, I can't remember at this moment what I need to edit out, but I will edit it out. I'll tell you. You'll tell me now because it was. No, I'm not going to tell you now because then you just because then more it would be in this edit. episode, and then you have more shit to edit. It's like uh, uh it's like an Ouroboros. Yeah, just keeps sucking its own dick. I don't know if that's exactly what the Ouroboros is doing, but that's what I picture. The uh so the pineapple jalapeno pizza, that was uh that was our last meal together. Do you remember? That's cute. No, I didn't remember that. Um it's a banger. And it's even banger. if it makes you feel like shit, and it does, it makes you feel like shit the next morning. Not like 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 ring like asshole like fire coming out the asshole like hot shits like that bad, but like it just makes you feel ill. Um, it makes me feel I necess- ill. I don't necessarily. The next I don't necessarily morning. feel ill. It is a lot of acid, you know. It's a lot of acid, but it's but it's euphoric in in the in the moment. It is euphoric. in the moment. It's a really nice thing to do for yourself. And I've had some wine, and um, that's how I feel. Which is even more acid. So you're gonna feel like total shit tomorrow. Is there anything I can do about this? I get, I can get a, I can get a. I sure. might have an antacid. Yeah, I might have Tums, some Pepto. Yeah, I think I've got something like that. Mix some baking soda in some water. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I think I have. And um, so you're saying that I could, uh, I could avoid disaster. No, I'm not saying that. Well, it really is going to be the upset tummy, the upset is, tummy episode. It is the upset tummy episode. I'm feeling really good right now. Um, that's that's good. But for really, how long, you know? I've really recovered. Uh, I think probably permanently. I think. Um, <laughs> I think I'm just like good from here out. From like, here on out. I mean, unless I do it to myself again, but you know. You will. That's the nature of things. Oh, I will. I will. Um, 
But, you know, you put basically an entire link of andouille sausage and two hard-boiled eggs on a salad and feta cheese, it's pretty rich. Yeah, feta. I had a... It's like a, it's like a, it's like a thousand calorie salad easily. I think I had a dream where there was some, there was a, (laughs) where feta was involved and, uh, I don't, I don't, that's like as much as I have actually. It was, um, just, you know, I guess it was on, I guess it was on a menu. Uh, I'm starting, so we're watching a ton of Top Chef lately, both of us. We are watching a lot of Top Chef. And I'm dreaming about it. I haven't dreamt um, about it yet. I'm dreaming about it because I'm watching hours every day, uh, many hours. Uh, I am literally in some cases pretty much only just watching Top Chef and going to the hospital. I'm only watching Top Chef and working. Uh, I haven't been cooking because I'm uh, in a depressive uh, episode currently. Sure. Um, so I've just been ordering one of four or five to-go dishes. I make my own breakfast, and occasionally I have. I was working on like a, <laughs> I was working on like a honey baked ham for a while, uh, but you have to give that up after a couple of days. Sure, you were, yeah. You can't really keep. That's not a a sustainable enterprise. I should call my grandmother who sent it to me and uh, chew her out a little bit and say, you, you know, what what were you thinking? Sending oh, me a oh, full oh. size ham. She sent you a honey baked ham and you were eating on it. It's an amazing thing, actually, Chef. It arrives. I, th- I thought that I thought that you meant that you were like working on creating, like making your own honey baked ham, <laughs> and then yeah. it, it was taking you a really long time, and then you were just like, "Ah, this is too much." Yeah, I'm actually 3D printing um, a honey baked ham. A honey baked ham using the those new protein printers. Yeah, my family gets honey baked ham for uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas every year. It's it's delicious. It's amazing. That's great. Um, for it's me, huge. Yeah, well, that's the thing is I'm a single man. Um, I don't even have, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any, I'm not having real consistent guests over. And I don't have a, a sexual partner at the moment uh, outside of uh, a little bit of sexting, you know, on my phone. Sure. A pics and vids. Um, <laughs> Uh, couple a couple days a week, a, couple a, days a, week. Bi- a picks and bids couple days a week type relationship which has been really nice and we're both looking forward to taking it to the next level and actually we both are getting tested so that we could do that which is kind of great tested for what uh covid19 and oh. um in my case uh, uh sexually transmitted diseases yeah well that's um responsible and uh the right thing to do I said that to to the person who was testing me. This is just a few days ago. And they were like, that's really cool. And I was like, yeah, it's more fun that way, right? You know? Yeah, it's just kind of a... Like, we're both clean, and then we could just, like, raw dog each other's fucking brains out. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of a basic courtesy. It's having, more fun. Having said that, uh, I've, never, I've never done it. You've never been tested? <laughs> You've got AIDS, probably. I, I, I've been feeling a little weak. <laughs> well there's prep for that i mean you're you're fine and you know it's 2021 well, no, 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 you prep. can live with aids yeah well i thought i thought prep only worked before oh yeah well i'm not sure that's a good point that's a good point i'm not sure you know frankly um uh, to close the loop on my story i don't have aids i don't have i don't have anything that's great 
uh, well, you know, you only get tested for four or five things, but I don't have those four or five things. They're the big ones. I don't think that I have anything either because I've had a uh, pretty limited amount of sexual partners. That's true. And and I frankly had pretty limited amount of sexual partners over the last several years as well. Yeah. And and I always get tested after I have a new sexual partner. That's very responsible of you. Um you know, it's just that's just the way that I am. That's just my, how I vibe. Anyways, I should I, I should I should do it also, but um Yeah, why don't you do it? You should you just make an appointment. It's pretty easy. Find an urgent care and you walk in and you're you're out there in 30 minutes. You're right. There's just, you know, the sexual partners have been very limited, so, you know. Yeah, you're probably fine. Anyway. It's, and um, most and most of them have been over a long over a long stretch, so it's like if if something was wrong, I, would it have already expressed itself, you're, it you're saying? It would have it would have, exp- it would have expressed itself. You should at least get tested for HIV. What do you what 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 do you say? What do you say? Sure, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, this, uh, and this is, this. <laughs> uh, I should tell her that, you know, it's like, listen, it's but just I would, me. I would like this to is say the size that of a, I would like to say, uh, just on the podcast that I do not think that any of my previous sexual partners have HIV. Sure. Nor would that be any judgment on them as a person. No, of way. course, of course not. Uh, if they did. But anyway, uh, let's talk about Honeybeck Tam. Uh, it's like the size of like a fleece blanket, like that you roll up and put at the base, like uh, at the bottom of your bed for when it gets like cold. That's actually a incredibly accurate description of the size of a honey baked ham, <laughs> yeah. and very like, uh, it's a very tactile description as well. Because well, that's because when you have a honey baked ham, you spend a lot of time handling it. You take mm-hmm. it out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. You have to slice it. Maybe you're wrapping it in foil. How are you storing it? Did you cut through the foil? Do you have to rewrap it? So your hands are all over this fucking thing, frankly, um, while you have it and while you're eating it. It's this. Well, you know, some it's of like them, the size of an infant, and and you have to treat it with as large. much as much care. It's larger than an infant. Uh, a honey baked ham is probably 15 pounds. Um, the ones yeah. that we get, I guess, yeah. you, get, you get various sizes. I should but. take a look and see how big mine is, but it's 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 a know, lot of ham. It's a fuckload of ham, dude. Like I have a plate of rice, and maybe I eat. Mm, I make a cup. I eat half. That's half a cup of rice, and then I've got maybe a half cup of vegetables, and then like really the the slice of ham that I'm cutting off is you know a few inches across, sure, and maybe an inch thick. Maybe less, and like that's as mm. much ham as I can have in that in that in that that's sitting. A lot of ham. And well, maybe it's not even that thick. Maybe it's like this thick. And my ham actually has apple and cranberry, kind of like a chutney oh, filling. Shit, it's real good, chef. It's just too fucking much. It's a lot. And like you know, we I was would looking at get it, like the basic. It's gonna one. take me two weeks to eat it at this rate. Oh, it's gonna take you longer than that. And it doesn't keep that long. I need to throw it away. Do you know what I mean? Well, you need to you need to separate it out and freeze some of that ham. Well, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's I can still save some of it. But it's also frankly like I haven't been eating ham. You dig? Like this is like this is like if I didn't like coffee. Like I drink I'm a tea drinker. And you came in and you gave me a Starbucks card. 
I guess you can get tea at Starbucks. This is a yeah, bad they, analogy. It's a yeah, bad they actually analogy. have a lot of different kinds of teas at Starbucks. That's a bad example, chef. Usually when I go to Starbucks, I get their black tea, actually. This is what happens when we do podcasts on em- on an empty stomach. That's okay. And it's only going to go downhill from here. I hope that it does. That's sweet. When we get the honey baked ham, we actually get it like pre-cut. So it has like a spiralized cut in it. Yeah. And then you can just peel off the layers. And, you know, it's it's maybe like... I a, have like seen a, that. Like a half inch piece of ham that you peel off. It's pretty nice. It's That's like, that's the right amount of ham. Have I told the story about the silent auction ham on this show? I am almost positive that you have not. Well, I probably should. Uh, This would be the time. I would like to hear it. So my friend and I were going to a silent auction. We're like 23, 24, um, green. You know what I mean? Like not not, not Green in the auction game. Quite not, <laughs> yeah, certainly green at life, really, chef. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, you, you know, ill fitting suits. Uh, <laughs> uh you know, I, I'm thin now, chef, but I was really skinny just, as a rail. Just a couple of 23 year olds in big suits out there ready to bid on a ham. <laughs> that, that's that's is uh, that, is that the is that that's the an appropriate summary of okay. the story, all right. I had, you know, I'm I'm completely clean shaven because I wasn't really trying to grow a beard yet. So, you know, I was just trying to like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was like still selling life insurance. So I was like thinking I could like steal myself up for like trying to network. But that was, you know, I didn't sell it very long because I wasn't very good at that. So we're at the silent auction and we're like, well, let's go and bid on something, I guess. And we came across a ham. A uh, honey baked ham package, I guess. This is at the um, like what used to be called like the World Theater is now like the Roosevelt Theater. Um, down uh, like yeah. right. Uh, what's the library? Harold Washington Library. Harold Washington, yeah. So it's like Brown Line, Washington, and Van Buren. You get out and you're like looking at like a university. I think it's Roosevelt University, uh, not Roosevelt. Is it Roosevelt? Uh, Why can't I fucking remember this? Hey Siri, I, I know the John. What's Marshall. the name of the university that's downtown near the Brown Line? That's probably not going to do anything. That's pretty it? vague. John Marshall Law School used to be down around there. Uh, yeah, we're talking about I, the same neighborhood, Chef. But this is which the I, um, which I know from experience. Not I think it's I called the Roosevelt school, Theater. So I think the you, I think you're right. I think I, I I think I know what you're talking about. And there are some uh, members of the well-heeled Chicago elite uh, present, and then there are, you know, ruffians, frankly, like us, trying to play mm-hmm. at sophistication. And in order to do that, you have to go and bid on something at the silent auction. So we're at the tables at the silent auction, and we found the ham, Roosevelt University. Yeah, that's right. And then it's Roosevelt Theater. Yeah, okay. Well. Um yeah, the recall just goes. When you have some wine and you haven't had anything to eat. So, nothing to eat, wine, you're in your early 30s. It's just gone. Just gone. I'm kind of appreciating the uh 
At any rate, um, I have I have a I have a very tenuous grasp on what day of the week that it is. I never know what day it is. I never know what time it is. The only reason I know what time it is is because I can look at it on my computer right now. Yeah, and frankly, on most of my computers, it's not in a good spot. I have the taskbar that disappears on my work computer, so I never know when time it is when I'm working. Ever. I hate that. I always have to. The taskbar needs to be there for me. I had. A, I have a beautiful clock, actually. This beautiful sort of avocado green kind of mid-century looking kind of thing with kind of a dome. You know, the kind of thing that you'd see in an old schoolhouse, but green. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh and I don't have it hanging up anywhere. I could get, I should I should put that up. I've got my tools. I have, I have no I've clocks. Got my toolbox out. I've got no clocks in here. There's no uh there's not a clock on the oven. There is one on the microwave, but uh Yeah, I have keep, the microwave and oven situation, but it's across the room. It you know? just it just it, the microwave clock just keeps turning off like for no reason. It just resets to all zeros. You've got a power situation. I wonder if you could throw a it's not a power situation. Can we throw, power, throw a switch? Throw a breaker? My power has not gone off, to my knowledge. Well, Chef, the reason that that happens is that you're experiencing kind of a brownout situation with the, the microwave, the circuit that it's on. No, I think it's just a cheap microwave. Okay. Well, so we're at the auction, and I think we bid $45, <laughs> and we just forgot about it. You know what I mean? Um, and we did forget about it. Yeah, And then my buddy texts me, and it's in all caps. This is maybe three, four weeks later. All caps, we won the ham. <laughs> Great text. Great text. And it took me a second to realize what the fuck he was talking about. And I have a screenshot of this, by the way. And it's mm-hmm. like an old version of iMessage. You know, it's like, it looks old. Uh, the bubbles are like really pronounced. Um, yeah, very, very funny shit to, to see. I was going through some old, uh, some old screenshots the other day. And uh, actually, you know what? If you go to my Instagram, you could, I'm almost positive you could see it. Let's take a look. Uh, I'll take and your word for it. I don't really fuck around with instagram I, ha- I do have an instagram account but it's it's a low key and it's very passive <laughs> as, as it would be so um long story short we won the ham we wrote a check <laughs> we picked up the ham from honey baked ham yeah company i was really excited this was you know me Ham's in the great. world by myself i think i like took the bus and then I no, I had to take like a car because I wasn't driving at the time. It was it was cold because we were bringing it to a Christmas party that our friends have called well, turnt we call it turnt miss, <laughs> you know like turnt up, turnt miss. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I got it. Just goes to show you, yeah, uh, that that slang hasn't even been popular for years and years and years. So it's an old it's an old name for this party that we've had every year except for this year actually. Um, well, you know, COVID nineteen as, as you can pandemic. imagine. And we showed up and we literally knocked on the door and they're like, what is that? And I'm like, this is a honey baked ham and it's going to be like ready to eat in like 20, like 30 minutes after I put it in the oven. Yeah. And I had, motherfucker in the oven. and I had cinnamon rolls and I had mac and cheese. Oh. And like, I was obviously like, 
the coolest person at the party and we all got completely fucking stuffed on this ham and we got totally lit and it was really good because like when you're drinking many many hours and you're 23 years old and you can do that and you want to do that like eating a fuckload of ham instead of like pretzels or chips or whatever we had set out is like good for your like ability to like not getting totally smashed and like throwing up all over like your coat or something so yeah that's the story um I mean, people's eyes were, like, bugging out. People were, like, texting other people. I'm at this party, and this dude, sh- and Brooks just showed up with, like, this fucking ham, man. I, I don't know where he got it. Like, you know, because people were, like, already totally lit. We showed up at, like, 1 in the morning or something. I can't remember when, but. If you show up at 1 in the morning with a ham, you're the king of the party. I was the king of that party. And people still tell that joke. Like, I could probably, I could probably look in my phone and like type in like ham into my because you know iMessage a search function is so good now. I've never had an iPhone, so I'll take your word for it. The last time somebody made a reference about that was like a couple only and a, only and a I couple, also, I also only a couple months ago. What? I think this is the last time somebody made a reference to that. What is that? I can barely read it. To ham or to the ham party? Oh, no. Wait. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, it was recent, Chef. I can't I can't find exactly where. Don't worry about it. It sounds, you know, that was a decade ago. You think, you think, I, you think that the uh, iOS... No, no, I mean, is, we're still is, talking. No, no, no. People are talking about it only a couple months ago. Somebody brought it up recently. It gets oh. brought up It gets brought up constantly. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that it does. Anyway. Yeah. Those, that's one of my sort of claim to fame. That's one of my sort of... Um, like, people that, were, people that were at that party, like, only know me as... Like people that aren't in my close friend group, because that's who threw the. I mean, it's our, it's my close friend group that throws that party. But you know, uh, you you invite a shitload of people to the party, and a lot of people who don't even know who I am know me as like the guy that brought the ham that year. Me and me and my buddy Ross. Ross, yeah. <laughs> it was he and I at the theater at, at the auction. Yep. Well, that's um. I like that. I like that story very much. Thanks for letting me tell it, Chef. Of course, I'm. I'm always like, anytime a person can tell me a story about ham in like <laughs> any form, I'm pretty much. <laughs> you've got you've got like I'm, Google alerts set up for ham. I'm ready. I'm ready to hear it. I have Twitter notifications set up. Anytime anybody <laughs> tweets the word ham, just let me know. <laughs> You're like a bot. You like retweet it automatically. Yeah. So yeah, so you know, this is this is like my second honey baked ham, I guess. That was like my first, frankly. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is my second one. A little more personal. Yeah. Um This is not the honey it's not, this is this is not the upset tummy episode anymore this just might be the honey baked ham the honey baked ham episode 
Well, we should also be talking about Top Chef. So there's 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 definitely Which, some topics yeah, well. we can get into. But but let me say this about honey baked ham. Eating it with a bunch of people is yeah. is a really celebratory thing. This is we're rejoicing in our humanity. It's great. We were the chosen ones to be born and it's a celebration of life. Eating honey baked ham alone in your apartment not, not as good. In a year where you were relegated largely to yourself as a result of a pandemic and an absent girlfriend <laughs> doesn't feel as it doesn't feel as good. No, I understand that. So it's like this thing where I'm like carving this huge piece of meat, which is slowly becoming like less good and yeah. is is getting closer to like being like unhealthy to eat. And you're just, well, sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's a, just, it's a, it makes you aware of your mortality. Is I guess it, what I'm it's to. a cured piece of meat. So it, it's going to stay good for a long time. Really? Oh, it might not taste as good, but it's still a cured piece of meat. So maybe all the sh- the bullshit on this on the thing is like on the wrapper is like liability stuff because they're like keep it frozen, and then when you thaw it, I think they're like eat it in like a couple days. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a cured piece of ham, but once it's, you slice into it, chef, that's like, well, are you saying that like it's cured like brined throughout or something? Maybe yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, so. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're getting a different one than we always do. Because uh, ours did not have like an apple chutney by any means. Yeah, the apple chutney makes me a little concerned. Although I'm sure there's a preservative. I mean, I know there's preservatives that are as part of the chutney component. But uh. Uh, yeah, any honey baked ham from the honey baked ham company is just absolutely fuckload of preservatives. Do you think they'd sponsor us, Chef? We have like I feel like someone's gonna go out as a result of hearing this and is like gonna get one because. Of the appetizing yeah. way that we're talking about these hams. It's a delicious ham, and I think we should talk to them. We should just, like, get them on the horn. I mean, I... And there's nothing preventing us from having a conversation, Chef. No, no nothing at all. When we were kids, we w- were, we were really into this kind of lemonade from Tropicana. Mm-hmm. Coastal Groves, Tropicana. You know, three or four different kinds of lemonade. And uh, we, were, we were real big fans. And uh, loved the artwork on the the, the branding, you know, coastal coastal groves, right? This is a grove of Great what name. lemon trees, I suppose, and um, and it's coastal, so there's it's a temperate climate, one would imagine, chef. And yeah, it's a coastal grove. The wind and the salt is in the air, and so it was really this appealing concept, and we were like you know, 14 or 15 years old at the time. And we're like, we will, we're going to, we, we emailed Tropicana and we're like, listen, send us like some t-shirts. Like we will like go to work for you. Like mm-hmm. I will sell this lemonade at my high school. Wow. All you need to do is send me a t-shirt and they didn't even email us back, chef. I mean, like fuck, today, today that fuck Tropicana. Today that could go viral. You know, that could be like that's exactly the kind of marketing companies want to do. But back then, man, they just had their heads up their fucking asses. Except for the lemonade was very good, so they were obviously doing something right. Yeah, well, you know, back then you could just kind of like 
uh, you know, ride on the strength of your lemonade. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, your, like your, your lemonade can be fucking amazing. People don't uh, even care anymore. People don't give a shit. It's sad, really. People have become numbed. They're just uh, they're I numb it, to lemonade. They just go home after work. Well, they don't go home because they've been at home, or maybe they've been at, maybe they've been working, and they just go home I, and they masturbate for like three hours and they go to bed. I have to go to work. Uh, what I actually do is I masturbate for like three hours before I go to work. See, that's the then, way to do it. And then you're and fresh then in the it, evening, and as a result, lemonade still means something to you. Like a good lemonade isn't lost on you. Yeah, that's really true, actually. Because then sometimes I'll get off work at 7 in the morning. I'll go to the grocery store, and they get like fresh, squeed, fresh squeezed lemonade, and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy some of that. I used to get fresh squeezed orange juice at Mariano's, actually, now that you mention it. And it was like the bomb. Those Mariano's fresh squeezed juices are very Super good. Super good. Very good. That I was a, that's a fun, like, usually I walk into a grocery store, and I see the produce section, and then I proceed to have a panic attack. But when I went to Mariano's and you're like there in the produce section and the fresh juices, there's like somebody working the juice like little area. They're like selling little, you know, shooters of ginger and wheatgrass and whatnot. Like that's a warm and welcome like space. That's like a space that you feel like, oh, I can enter this store, which is, you know, so much bigger than myself uh, and, and feel like I'm a part of this. Otherwise, yeah, it could be very yeah, stressful, so. and you just yeah. walk into the store. Um, Mariano's is a pretty great uh, grocery store. You know, it's too much. It's too much for me, chef. But it it was good while it lasted. You know, when I was living in Bucktown and I was pretending to be a yuppie. Mariano's is over for you now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm a Cermak boy. Cermak rocks. Cermak is uh, amazing. It's got. It's just a really pared down essential grocery store. You got all the shit that you need. You nothing got all the you shit don't. you need, chef. And nothing that you don't. If you want to if if you're interested in eating, you know, more of a Hispanic cuisine, lots there. I mean, there's an aisle with pickled jalapenos, and that's what the <laughs> aisle is. And it's like kind of amazing. Well, you know, uh Cermac, I th- I think so here's the thing. Not pickled, about- I'm so sorry. Not necessarily pickled, but canned. Canned jalapenos. Here's the thing about great grocery stores mm-hmm. is that they uh, they tailor their selection, their products, their what they have available to the neighborhood that they're in. Yes. So my Cermak that was down the street in Bridgeport, a ton of incredible Chinese ingredients because you're basically in Chinatown. Right. That must have been also a ton of exciting, a ton of incredible Hispanic ingredients because there's a lot of Mexican people in that area. Right. Yeah. Uh, the best example. Close to Pilsen. You know, you, yeah, you can. There's it's it was the southwest side of Chicago. So, you know, whatever. Um, right. Many different. You're right. Many different neighborhoods. Many different neighborhoods are predominantly Hispanic. The. Best example I've ever seen of a neighborhood or of a a grocery store tailoring to its neighborhood was Mm. when I went to an HEB on the south side of San Antonio. And as soon as you walked in, they had just a big bag 
of barbacoa flour tortillas in Big Red that you could just pick up <laughs> and take out. Is Big Big Red is a soda? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. Just just confirming, Chef. Yes. And I remember uh, me and my me and my friend Mike, who is uh, he's actually Salvadoreño. He's not Mexican, but mm-hmm. Mike Campos. So a lot of people assume that he's just Mexican. Uh, but one time we did like a little bit of a uh, sociological experiment at a party in college, and we we walked around and we we asked people if they liked Big Red or not, and uh, all the white people said that they didn't, and all the Mexican people said that they did. That's a good experiment. You could um, you could chalk up ten, fifteen percent of your semester grade on on something like that in a, in a psychology class, sociology class. I agree. What um what's the flavor profile of Big Red Chef? Uh, it's kind of bubblegummy. Okay, it's not great. It's 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 uh, it's very unique. Does it mix with something? <laughs> Not really. Um, pivoting here for a moment, uh, I'm really craving oysters mm. as a result of watching a lot of Top Chef and tequila yeah. as a pairing with those oysters. Interesting. As opposed to like you know cold beer, white wine. There's a number of directions that you could go. Yeah, Cold beer, for sure. But I feel like there's a tequila in there that's like very special with oysters. Um, With the right treatment. Not an oyster. I don't know if you'd shoot the... I mean, it would. you'd you'd want it to have something probably with lime, probably with heat. And then I think the tequila could be very... like Like a very lightly fried oyster with some lime, some chili. Then the tequila, that would be nice. Walk me through how to fry. Walk me through frying an oyster. Do you just? Do you, do you it doesn't require any breading or panko or anything like that. You just yeah. You'd like lightly bread it. You would lightly bread it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, tequila pairs really well with food. Like tequila is like the sleeper pick of like. I mean, y- y- you can't have volume wise as much as you have in a glass of wine. Do you know what I mean? But like, if you have a sure. small plate. A shooter of tequila could be that thing that makes it come alive. It's very good. Tequila is a very strong taste for me. I think it would kind of kill the oyster. Uh, here's a question that I'm asking without any judgment whatsoever. Have you had like a good tequila with like a plate of food? Like, like have you? Do, I have, you, do you drink decent I have, tequila? I have had good tequila, mm-hmm. but I have never had good tequila with a plate of food okay like usually for me it's not like i'm at a place where they're pairing it usually it's because i have and and i'm not doing this all the fucking time but when i have done this it's been like i had like a flight or something and then i had like i had that at dinner you know what i mean you are at home with like a dozen oysters and like a hundred dollar a hundred dollar bottle of tequila like twice a week just slamming that shit ladies if you want into my world this is what's waiting for you this and sim racing and i've recently started buying melodicas on ebay again it's like these have are you getting back into that again 
I got Are my stimulus. I, I bought one more. I bought one. Oh my god. I got it at a great rate. It was fifty bucks or something. You know, plus fifteen, twenty bucks shipping or something. You already have like eight of them. Well. Now I have nine. All right, I guess. It's a nice old Japanese melodian. It's it's this guy that I like helped out with. I, I like e- he. I talked about this on Twitter. He posted something and was like, "Here's this melodica," and I was like, "That's not what the melodica that you said that it is." He's like, "Oh no, I'm so sorry. Like, I must have gotten confused. Can you tell me what it is?" I told him, and he's like, dude, you've been so helpful, da-da-da. And I said, let me know if you do have the one that you said that you were going to post, because I would buy it at that price. And then it came up, and I almost felt, like, stupid not buying it, because, like I said, I almost said I, I almost said it would. I wouldn't have done it if the post wasn't so good, but the post, sorry for many, sorry for the, the, the plosives. You know, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe this helps. I don't know. I don't think that it's going to. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. Um, the post like explicitly said that there's no leaks. All of the keys work, and like the no leaks thing is like the thing that when I want a melodica, I have to email and I have to ask that explicitly. And you have to almost like people don't know what the fuck that means if they're just like flipping instruments or flipping vintage goods or whatever. If they're not, if they don't play, if they don't know what what a melodica is supposed to do a vintage melodica we're talking about melodicas that are like 60 years old 70 years old what for 60 years old at this point so mm-hmm. usually i say something like when you blow into it with no keys depressed is there like full resistance or like can you actually blow like can you blow a full breath out regardless of how much time it takes you know, you try to speak in a way that like can't be misinterpreted. If you can blow through a melodica, like if you can, if 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 anything happens other than your cheeks going, you know, then that melodica is like fucked. And like once I get it, I have to fix it. If I can mm. fix it, sometimes it requires new gasket work. Oh no. Uh, don't even get me started but at any rate he said there's he said there's <laughs> i could tell he said there's no leaks so i'm like well you know okay so you bought it so i bought it yeah i bought it real quick have you received it yet no he hasn't even shipped it yet oh shit yeah i know it's a bummer i'm waiting on two things i'm waiting on that and i'm waiting on a uh, slick tire for my mountain bike so that I can use it on my trainer. Because right now it's like loud as fuck with the real mountain bike tire on the trainer. Yeah, I would bet that would be pretty awful. It's deafening, Jeff. I unfortunately ha- I have nothing coming in the mail to me right now. Oh, which no. Is ki- which is kind of a bad feeling. You know, it's always, you know, uh, you I'll send you purchase, something. Why don't I send you purchase something? Here. Yeah, send me something, please. I'll send you something. Do I know you? I don't think I have your address. I'll text it to Wait, you. Wait, I, I, I won't say it live on the podcast like you say your address, but. She said my address. I didn't say anything. Uh, Okay, that's true. I'm in the system. Yeah, you're in the system.
So my thing about Top Chef is that the first like three or four <laughs> episodes like suck. Yo, they're not good at all. The chefs aren't very good. And frankly, like the show is trying a bunch of new shit too. Yeah. And I don't start to get real enjoyment. I mean, like, I guess it's fun to like see the chef that like sucks. I I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I dig that. I don't really dig it either. You don't really want to see the chef that sucks like get their comeuppance or whatever. Like it's not it's not that satisfying. I will say this though. Every episode every every season starts and I'm like, this is gonna be dog shit. And then by the end of that season, I'm riveted. I'm like you know, absolutely binging four or five episodes at a time. I'm like going to bed late. So there must be something that happens. And I can't figure out when it happens. When when does it happen? That's a good point. I don't know. Because yeah, at the be- every time I start a new season, I'm just like, all of these people fucking suck. They're dweebs. And then by the end of the season, I'm like crying because <laughs> yeah. I wanted I wanted that person to win and they didn't or they did or whatever. You're like not bonded to them at the beginning. And then by the end, you're like, I you're, don't want to see them go. You're like, very I bonded. don't. I, I, please don't send them home. And that's that's even that's true for like the last like five episodes. It's true. Like starting like pretty, you you get to a point. You there's like maybe someone's an aunt. Like for me, it was like with it was like Stefan. I like realized that like not only did I like not dislike this guy, but I actually really liked this guy. He's like a good guy. Like you get that you get that feeling about him. I just finished uh, season ten. Damn, and, you've been blowing through it. Yeah, when did I start? We were talking. We were like talking about ago? nine, like two days ago. Yeah, no, I'm I'm crushing these episodes. What, what else do we have to fucking do? Nothing. It's like this and literally, simulacing. literally, I'm just literally, I'm just going to work and watching Top Chef. I'm like caught up at work. That like took me a, a ridiculous amount of time. Well, actually, the, the getting caught up part happened quickly, but I was like waiting on a fucking a customer of mine who didn't, who was making my, everybody's life really difficult, and we got we got over I'm, the hump, I'm, and then I'm bored out of my mind at work, uh, even during the coronavirus pandemic surge here because they just hired a bunch of extra people give me a second chef so i'm like i'm not doing shit hello yeah i'll be right down thank you thank you thank you <laughs> did he say thank you my sticky paws are into making straws out of big fat slippy trees on incredible eat for eat and the fuzzy gland, a pale gleaming tail while staring under here. Indulging under usual fear. And I'm not only a mom, but I invite who I want to come. So I missed a million miles of fun. I know it's some for me. Making sure I'm not in too deep.
making sure I'm not in too deep. Keeping thirst and on my feet. Damn, I wish I had a cigarette. Fuck. Fuck. Did you get that pizza, Chef? Yeah, I did. It's on the stent store. Uh, I gotta get my stent store. We're uh we're at time. Are we? Yeah, we can just you end. Think we should, you think the last bit of the podcast should just be us me getting up to go to the bathroom and you getting up to go to get a pizza? Yeah, I think it's perfect. Okay. Yeah, why not? No, it's song for me. Making sure I'm not in too deep. Keeping bursting on my feet. If you steal my sunshine, I know it's song for me. Making sure I'm not in too deep. Steal!